One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman. Alongside me today, Gareth Batty. We've journeyed south to the tourist capital of Sri Lanka and home of the first test, Gaul. Well, it's rained just as much as it did in all the other places we've travelled. Still, plenty to discuss on today's show with Adil Rashid. There's no regrets in my decision. I don't ever look back and think, oh, I shouldn't have. Well, so whatever it is, it is. I'm 100% committed to it and whatever happens from there, happens. More from Adil and you also hear from Joe Root who appears to be enjoying being back in the ranks. One thing that's so special about this side is there isn't that feeling within the group. Uh, the guys know what, what needs to be done to go out and win games. They know how to get the best out of themselves and each other. More Joe Root with Darren Goff later in the show. And don't forget, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of Sri Lanka. You're listening to Following On. Well, it's myself and Gareth Batty for you today. And uh, if you can pick up the sounds of what sounds like waves crashing against a very sandy shore, um, well, you'll be right because we've travelled about two hours down the coast to Gaul. Um, Gareth, a proper tourist destination. And, you know, when you know the right people, <laughs> you, get the, uh, you get the best spots. And I've popped over to your pad and it is, uh, it's like saying out of a postcard, isn't it? This is, uh, well, we won't say who set this up, but I'm sure you can probably work it out if you know Sri Lankan Surrey connections. Uh, we're just about to have uh, some pizzas. Uh, literally, I think that your two-year-old daughter could probably throw a stone from the distance it is between your pad and the sea. You've seen turtles today. We just watched the shoulder fish jumping out the water. You can hear the waves crashing in. Um, this really is pretty much the best of Sri Lanka, really, I guess. I think it is. It's uh, it's quite amazing. We're very lucky that um, I, th I think only the locals really know about this sort of area. Uh, but we're right on the beach. We've had fish for breakfast, fish for lunch, fish for tea. It's all been caught from the sea. It's amazing. We even fed some turtles this afternoon, some big leatherback turtles, which are huge things. Amazing to see them in the water. It's uh, It really is quite amazing. And we're very lucky because actually around Gaul, going in the sea is very dangerous. But the local knowledge means that there's a bit of a reef here and you can get in between the reef and the dangerous stuff. It's, uh, it's absolutely idyllic. It's, it's quite amazing. 
Yeah, I mean, it's the Indian Ocean rolling in for thousands of miles, isn't it, until it hits land, and this is a tiny speck, really, when you consider uh, the, the giant nature of, uh, of the ocean that surrounds it. Um, look, it's, uh, it's an absolutely beautiful spot, and for those people who haven't toured to Sri Lanka, this place, we've been here three and a half weeks now, and it just continues to confound. The, uh, the food is just to die for. Um, the people are just, I'd say, one of the happiest and friendliest peoples I've ever met consistently. I mean, we have been here for months now, so we've seen a lot of this place. And then Gaul itself, Colombo, not, not really a tourist destination, but Gaul absolutely is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost like uh, watching the film The Beach or something, where you just rock up to these beautiful places you don't think exist. But I promise you, from sort of the sort of rocks at one end of the beach to the, the sort of, uh, well, the, where the beach stops and, a, and there's a bit of a, a hotel on the end, it is just wonderful. It's, it's probably where they filmed Finding Nemo or something like that. It's just absolutely unbelievable. The people are so friendly. You're walking up and down the beach. The locals are telling you who's fishing for what. Um, they just want to be friendly. They want to chat. They want you to have a great experience. And I can honestly vouch for a great experience. We're having a wonderful time. Yeah, not that we're rubbing it in at all, but uh, it's well worth it. If you've, if you've got a couple of weeks off in November, it will stop raining, honest. Um, although we did get showered on again today, and I know the boys back in Colombo did as well. This is, though, a cricket podcast, not a travel one, although the two do uh, combine pretty effectively. Um, Owen Morgan, quite critical about uh, England's performance in that ODI that we were at at the Prima Dasa. This, he's a guy who shoots from the hip, isn't he? I was expecting him to kind of gloss over it, but absolutely not. He was critical of the uh, the histrionics being shown, the attitude, the bowling, and pretty much all-round performance. He said it uh, pretty much could cost some play, people their places in the World Cup. I mean, it was quite, quite stunning statements, really. I think everything about Owen Morgan, when you see him at close quarters, is so impressive. He left himself self out in the game to give other people opportunities to actually say, look, we've got 20 guys shooting for 15 spots. He's given people opportunities. He could have very easily played and got his numbers up through the roof and had a wonderful series so that there is no spotlight on him at all. He didn't do that. He was taking drinks out. He was doing all the things you'd expect from just a very good person, but more, more than anything, a great leader. And he was disappointed in Ingle's performance. And rightly so, it was the worst performance in the field. Um, not because we dropped catches, it was the attitude in the field. Um, there wasn't the same backing up um, for, for this, um, sh- you know, sort of throw-on throw on call, really, that England have got. Uh, it's, the, it's the backing up person's responsibility to make sure that there are no runs had by, by shooting the stumps down. Um, it was poor, uh, discipline-wise, probably from a bowling perspective. Harsh, because some of the guys hadn't played for a decent amount of time, but... He's also very open to that. And it's sort of like, well, if you're trying to do the right things, I can't say it's good, but I've still got your back on it. And there were some, there were some, maybe some bad ideas at times. Um, and, and then the batting, unfortunately, we never got started. All those things, for me, is why Owen Morgan is the only man and the reason why we're in this position, number one, to take us forward. But I think we've got to also give Sri Lanka some credit. They came out. They were very positive. They took some risks calculated risks both with bat and ball and put us on the back foot and we didn't have any answers and I suppose that is the thing that Morgan will be most disappointed about that we couldn't react on our feet during the game Uh, and Sri Lanka blew us away. Well one man who has had a good series and uh, bowled admirably well 
on Saturday's Adil Rashid, and he caught up with Andrew McKenna. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. I think, first of all, let's take a little look back at the 50-over series. You must have been really pleased with how that went. Ball seemed to be coming out nicely and plenty of good turn for you as well. Yeah, it came out nicely. You know, I was uh, obviously coming to these conditions. You've got to adapt, the, you know, adapt to it, go find the right pace, go find the right length. You know, obviously the Sri Lankans and the subcontinent players, you know, play spin differently. So you've got to find, you know, the methods, what works out here. And, you know, for me, it came out OK. You know, I worked hard in the nets and found, you know, found the right skills and... Um, uh, try to you know pull it in the game. You mentioned find the right skills because it's important here. Is that you've got to find the right pace for the pitch, and you seem to find that pretty early in the tour. Mm. And I guess everything falls into place from there. Yeah, it does. Obviously, you know when you first go, you know you, you have a you have a net session or so, and you've got to find it out there because the, you know the nets tend to be similar to to what you play out there. So you know it, it could be different. You know it could be bowling a bit quicker, a bit slower than you, than you're used to. But I think first and foremost is sticking to your strength whatever your strength is, and from there you just you know play the game and adapt to whatever's out there, and that's what I, what I was trying to do. Spinners are always under pressure on the subcontinent because mm. everyone just assumes that mm. you're just going to rock up, mm. take four or five for, and it'll be nice and straightforward. What's the reality of that? Well, obviously that's not true because I think if everybody got four, you know, every spinner got four or five for, then you know there'd be legends and break records and stuff. But that's obviously that's part of cricket. You know, you have your good days, you have your bad days as a as a spinner, but it's. You know, it's sticking to the basic and sticking to your strengths. And you know, there's going to be times where you, you know, ball well and get no wickets, and not ball so well and get you know four or five and that's just part of the game. So, as long as, like I say, as a spinner, you you know, keeping having sticking to your strengths, having the right mindset, and then hopefully things will fall into place. 
you did get a forfeit in that series. Your best figures for England outside of England in a one-day international series. Was that just that everything combined well, or, or do you feel a better bowler now, you know, a more complete bowler? No, I f- I, well, obviously that comes from experience. You know, I've played now for three, four years with England. The more you play, you know, the, the more confidence you get, the more experience you get. But it's also, you know, travelling all, all, all around the world, playing in different conditions. You know, you you learn, you, you know, you get experience to know what kind of uh, pace you've got to ball. So, yeah, I am learning, and hopefully I can still, you know, keep learning till, uh, till I finish. You've also got a good group around you. Obviously, mm. your friendship with Moeen, everyone knows about. Mm. You've also got Sackling here as well. There's a, a lot of spinning experience, mm. and, and I guess that's a big part of it. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, you know, Saki's been, he's been playing international cricket for, you know, 15 years or so, and... And he's been successful, so you know to pick it to get you know stuff from him. You know how to bowl, what pace, because he's played in these conditions before. You know it's it's vital for spinners to know what you know what, what's his mindset, what's his what's his thinking, because he's he's experienced it. So to have him around is you know is crucial for me and mine. So the fifty over stuff's done and dusted. One twenty over game now. Mm. Um, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, looking forward to it. You know every time the twenty twenty comes or any, any any international game, you look forward to it. So. Uh, should be good on Saturday. Hopefully, we can you know bring our A game. Can I ask you, how are you in terms of yourself? The last sort of six mm. months has been quite tricky. Lots of mm. people have talked about you. Obviously, with the, the red ball, white mm. ball situation, how did you get through it? How do you feel now? Um, well, at that time, I didn't really feel much. You know, I wasn't really taking any note of whatever people were saying. You know, that I don't really follow what people you know say about me, whether it's good or not. So not so good. So it didn't really phase me in that sense because I. Knew what my task ahead is, what I need to, what I want to do, what I want to achieve, and you know, people are there to say, you know, what they want to say. You know, some some say good, some not so, but that, it don't really affect me in any any way. So you know, six months down the line, I still don't feel, I don't still don't feel much in that in that sense because I don't really take note of whatever you know people say. So it doesn't really bother me. You made a decision for the good of you. Six mm. months later, do you still feel you made the right decision? Yeah, hundred percent. So whatever decision I make, I know it's. There's no regrets in my decision. I don't ever look back and think, oh, I should have known, well, I should have known. So whatever it is, it is. I'm 100% committed to it. And, and then whatever, whatever happens from there happens. So there's, there's no, you know, um, always committed. Do you think it's something we're going to see? Obviously, Alex Hales has stopped playing red ball cricket mm. for a while. With the pressures and the calendar as it is now, is this something that is going to happen more and more often? Maybe people just need to accept it and get used to it. Maybe there is that. Obviously, there is there is that. But there's also the ultimate goal of playing Test cricket and playing for your playing for your country and stuff. But you know, as time goes on, things may change. You know, 2020 comes like I said now all all around the world. You know, more com- more competitions that keep coming every year. So you know, maybe down the, down the line it may, it may happen that you know players may just want to be 2020 uh, players. But obviously, like you said, I think you know t- coaches or whatever players, teams, and you know they've got to. I think start accepting that, that that's going to happen. That's reality. You know that's, that that will happen. You know it's happening already in other parts of the world. You know with the Westernese or whatever it is. This is happening there. So if it happens, you know it happens. It's about accepting. It, I think. Adil Rashid talking to Andrew McKenna earlier today. Look, it's um, it's a big conversation, really. I mean, probably too big for this uh, this podcast today. But you know, Alex Hales made the decision, as did Adil Rashid, to go white ball only. Goffey is very strong and has been consistent. He thought it was a wrong decision by Adil, uh, and he's known the player for a long, long time. And it's the wrong decision for Alex Hales as well. He just hasn't played enough cricket. He's out the side. He cannot say it's paid off uh, professionally or in terms of his career. The, the, the feeling is that more players are going to go white ball only. But 
do you feel actually that some people will be watching what's happened with Adil, who's gone back to a Red Bull contract, and Alex, who um, you know hasn't played a great deal of cricket, and actually they'll think, hang on, it doesn't seem that it's the land of milk and honey that uh, maybe it looked a couple of years ago. I think we're talking about two different sets of circumstances. Adil went to Bangladesh and India and actually was magnificent in India in a losing cause for England and was sort of jettisoned, uh, jettisoned from the team and, and not anywhere near the shake-up. So for me, it, it might be just a bit of, uh, on an impulse, a bit angry that, uh, the way he was treated. Um, he is arguably one of the best leg spinners, if not the best leg spinners in, uh, in white ball cricket. For me, there's absolutely no reason why he can't transfer that consistently in Test cricket. So he's a different kettle of fish. I think Alex had been given a decent opportunity in Test cricket, a decent run of games, and didn't quite nail down a place. So I think he was doing it purely from a, um, I'm, I'm going to set myself up as a white ball cricketer and, and put my name out there to play all the big comps around the world and, and keep myself in the limelight that way. It hasn't quite worked for either uh, because of two different situations. So I, I hope I'm selfishly as an England fan as a as a cricket fan as a as a spin fan I want our best spinners playing test cricket and I think Adil absolutely is with mowing uh, if Leachy can break into the team I think that's brilliant um, but we have to keep these guys in and around because it shows that you need good spinners to be the best at, at whatever format you're playing um, around the world because conditions change everywhere you go brilliant stuff um, another big interview that took place in the last couple of days Darren Goff sat down with Joe Root Test captain, one-day batsman, and uh, it, was, it, was as, it was as brilliant as you can expect. Here's a little flavour of what Joe Root had to say. It's been a, a quite stop-start kind of tour, but we've managed to find ways of winning games, and I suppose when it's difficult like that, to have that ability, I suppose it shows how far we've come in the last four years. Um, so a testament to Morgs and the way he shaped this team and, and to the guys and the hard work they put into to get in this position. When you look at one-day cricket, I've seen a lot over the years, and I've played in a lot over the years, but... This team seems special. Just when you watch them, they seem to have everything from different types of batsmen, different types of bowlers, the spin twins, uh, Moin Ali and Rashid. For you as a player in it, what makes it so special? I think having so many different options, um, so many different guys that can go on and win games gives you confidence to go out and deliver yourself. Um, you know, There's not a, a feeling of leaving it to others, knowing that if I get out, it doesn't matter, but... You know, having that reassurance that you've got guys like Josh Butler, Ben Stokes, even you know Chris Wokes, Adil Rashid, they proper batters, um, batting at 9, 10 and 11 on occasion. So it just shows the strength and depth within the side um, and the versatility of the whole group as well. Moggs has got plenty of bowling options. You know, as I say, having likes of Ben, being able to contribute with both bat and ball uh, just gives you almost another player to work with depending on the surface. So... Um, it's, it's a very well-rounded team. We're not the perfect team yet. Um, still loads for us to strive forwards for, but it's definitely heading in the right direction and it's a, it's a nice place to be in going, a, going into a year with you know a massive World Cup in England. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, at the team, the batting order seems set in stone to me. I mean, it's, it's peaked at the right time. You're a World Cup just round the corner. Are you talking about the areas probably improvement or just getting the the bowlers in an order where you know you can use them and they're comfortable like you are as batsmen like we know you're going to bat three now we know who's going to bat four in Morgs you've got Butler you've got Stokes it goes on and on is it bowling where it just needs tightening up? I think our bowling has been our biggest improvement over the last year and a half um, I think there's a lot more depth there now you know guys like Tom Curran for example coming in 
in that second game and making such a big contribution, I think it's definitely an area where we've we've improved massively. And you look at that tour of Australia; they, they, that was the difference, really, the way our bowlers managed to close out game for us, uh, games for us when you know we might not have got enough runs or as, as many runs as we'd have, we'd have liked. So I think that that's a big area that we've we've made massive strides in. Um, and you know, as I say, we don't feel like we're the perfect side, even with our batting. It's, at times, we've got it we've got it wrong, but. Again, there's there's so much depth there. Um, you know, guys in and around the squad. Someone like Alex Hales, um, who's you know throughout the summer missed a large proportion of the games um, and and the start of this tour. To have him you know, waiting in the wings, chomping at the bit, trying to get out there and, and in the side. Um, you know, it just shows what quality we've got. Isn't that what makes you uh, such a good side at this moment in time, though? Because We've actually said this on air. I mean, when you look at uh, the reserves you've got over the, this last couple of weeks here in this rain-affected series, every one of them are probably getting most teams in the world. And you've got probably four or five others, whether they're injured or not quite in the squad yet, who could all sneak in to the World Cup starting eleven. Yeah, um, and I think, I suppose, when you're in that sort of position, uh, you, you see some sides that would potentially look at, look at games and situations a little bit selfishly and think I, I need to make sure I get a score or um, put in a performance to, to get myself in for the next game knowing there's someone with real quality behind us and I think one thing that's so special about this side is there isn't that feeling within the group uh, the guys know what, what needs to be done to go out and win games they know how to get the best out of themselves and each other um, and you look at some of the partnerships that have developed over the, over the last couple of years um, I've, I've been really formidable because I think we complement each other very well and um, we're very good at getting the best out of each other um, in, a, in a selfless way which I think is really important in this format Joe Root speaking to Goffey and uh, Gareth is it too simplistic to say that the reason he succeeds in one day cricket in the last year or so is because he doesn't have the captaincy as opposed to his seeming struggles in the test arena? I don't think it's quite as simple as that. I think we have to take into consideration the two different balls. The white ball doesn't move around a lot, so the very good players consistently churn out. And Root, we know, is a wonderful player. Uh, The red ball can be difficult no matter how great you are, how good you are. Um, I do believe that captaincy can have an impact on a a player from a, a technical, from a clear thought process point of view whether that's happening I don't know that's for him to discuss Uh, the one thing I do know is our best player if he wants Captain England after the series I've just watched against India you do it as long as you want pal because I would pay good money day after day to listen and watch that because that was magnificent Um, so for me uh, I think we need to back off and and give him him some time and if he decides at the end of it look it is going to affect my game then fine move on somebody else does it but I think that's a decision that only he can make, not the selectors, certainly not me. Um, I think we allow Joe to uh, evolve in the role. Brilliant stuff. Gareth, uh, let's go and have some pizza, right? <laughs> All over it. This has been the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman. Alongside me today has been Gareth Batty. Tomorrow the reins will be taken by Neil Manthorpe back in Colombo with exclusive preview audio ahead of the T20 on Saturday. This has been following on, and to never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan.
With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.